the changing needs of the employees and adoption of hybrid work globally, the needs for the leaders to be more agile has increased with such transformation in the nature of work and workplace. How is the leadership style going to change? To discuss this further, we have with us James Ong, the CEO Asia of Sedgwick. Hello James, welcome to People Matters Podcast. Yes, hi uh, Shadeshna. Thank you uh, for having me on your podcast. How do you look at the difference between a good manager and a good leader in the era of hybrid work? Uh, and thank you for the question. First of all, I, I like to distinguish a leader from a manager. And then I like to talk about leadership and management in a hybrid era. Uh, I think in my personal view, leaders are people that have other people follow them. They're influencers. And, uh, and you have many examples of leaders in this world today. I mean, take the president of the United States, whether it be the ex-president Trump or the current president Biden, they are leaders. Whatever they say matters, people follow them. And in business, I mean, you in, and in technology in particular, you've got Elon Musk. You know, every statement that he makes uh, causes uh, waves in the industry. Uh, so he's a leader. Uh, whereas a manager are people who have people work for them. So they manage teams and they manage organizations. They could be professional CEOs. So leaders and managers have different roles uh, in a traditional uh, uh, sense of the word. But in a hybrid environment as we are today, uh, you know, these uh, qualities may, may merge together. Because when, when we have a hybrid working environment, we have our employees working from home and we have our employees working remotely. We have our colleagues set all over the country, all over the world, in different geographies, in different settings. And how does leadership and management then applies in this setting? So maybe a, a, an example going back to pre-COVID may bring this point uh, to light. So before we had uh, we had the COVID, all of us were working from the offices and our leaders and our managers tend to believe in leadership by example. So take a simple point, uh, coming to work, our leaders sometimes are the first to be at work. They turn up at seven o'clock in the morning, they're first to work so that when their colleagues come, they see their leaders and their managers at work. So that's leadership by example, but that's pre-COVID. Now, fast forward to today, when you have people working in different time zones, in different geographies, in different regions, uh, in a hybrid environment, how does that leadership look like? How does that management look like? Surely it has changed. There's no point for you to turn up at 7 o'clock because your, your colleague may have started work at 5 o'clock in the morning, taking advantage of the fact that if I can finish work early, I can call off earlier for the day. So how does leadership then work in that environment? So that's the difference between traditional leadership, traditional management, and leadership and management in a hybrid environment. So just finishing off about talking about management. In a traditional way, when you manage a team, you, you lead people at, who work for you and you try to achieve objectives. Some managers uh, you know, enforce uh, the company work culture, the company work ethics, and the company's objectives. In today's world, uh, in hybrid working, is that applicable? Maybe things have changed. Management style needs to change. So there needs to be more flexibility, more proactive communication, a bit more emotional intelligence to understand the undertones of our colleagues that may come from a remote working environment and really empathy and inclusion. And these are management styles that 
need to be cultivated at a very high level today in this environment, which could be different in the pre-COVID days. So the skills of the leaders have uh, really seen a lot of changes and the leadership style has also undergone a lot of transformation with respect to a two-years-long disruption. So what should be the right skills of the leaders today, especially for those who are managing a distributed workforce? Uh, uh, thank you, uh, uh, Sinesta. I think uh, in, uh, in a hybrid environment, empathy is one of the uh, uh, great uh, quality that a leader and a manager must have in this hybrid environment. Because there is a difference in a hybrid working environment between commitment and compliance. You could get your colleagues to comply with your policies, to comply to your work hours, to comply with what they have to do. But in a hybrid environment, can you get them to commit? So the skills that you need as a leader and a manager to, to get commitment from your colleagues in this environment, this hybrid environment is very different. And, and empathy, uh, in my view, uh, plays a very important uh, part uh, in leadership quality uh, in this uh, sense. Uh, I work for Sackwick and one of the values, uh, core values uh, that Sackwick have is collaboration and empathy. Uh, among others, you know, we have accountability, we have growth, and we have inclusion. But I find that uh, that's so important uh, today in this hybrid working environment because empathy leads to collaboration. Understanding uh, the environment in which our colleagues work in a hybrid environment today, uh, be it in their homes, be it in a cafe, uh, be it anywhere where they can plug their, their, their laptops or their notebooks to, uh, is important. And empathizing with their situation leads to greater commitment to that organization. So when employees understand that you empathize with them, they tend to feel uh, that they are being inclusive or being included, that's inclusiveness. They tend to feel a sense of belonging and hence their sense of commitment to the organization uh, increases. And with commitment comes compliance and hence uh, the, the results that we're trying to drive today. So without empathy um, and without collaboration, uh, these two key values in a leader and in a manager, I think it's very difficult for us to manage our colleagues uh, in a hybrid environment today. While working on this episode, James, I was actually going through a report. So the report is titled All in the Mind, the Leadership Factor 2022. And it stated that 43% of the leaders felt that they were greatly or solely responsible to create a safe workplace and ensure employees' mental well-being was taken seriously. So how do you look at this? Uh, Sudesna, I think uh, the pandemic and the extended pandemic uh, over the last two years have changed the world and changed the world forever uh, because we never imagined a situation where we would be locked down in our rooms, in our homes, you know, um, and not being able to go to our workplaces and do the things that we love to do. Um, and working in that context causes change uh, and mental well-being, uh, as you've just mentioned, is that greatest change that is most underappreciated. I think there are lots of articles and research that has taken place uh, to, to amply demonstrate that the pandemic has caused a prevalence and increase in mental-related issues 
uh, among our colleagues. You know, the, the fact that they can't mingle with their colleagues as they used to do, the fact that they can't have a drink with them after work, the fact that they can't have a smoke with them in the corridor, the fact that they can't have a coffee with them or even to gossip with them uh, among each other uh, uh, causes certain stress to an individual. So unless the leadership realizes this and, and adapts uh, to this change, uh, then it becomes very difficult uh, to maintain our employees in this pandemic world. Uh, and I'm sure you are well aware, uh, uh, Sudesna, of this uh, this phenomenon uh, called the Great Resignation, where our young generation uh, and colleagues just decide to pack up and go, you know, because they, they felt that they had enough. And, and, and there's no reason for that. You know, it could may not be the fault of the company, may not be the fault of anybody, but, you know, there's this urge within them just to, to, to get, get out, do nothing or do something else, anything but what they're doing today. So is that part of mental well-being? Is that part of a, a, a different movement uh, that's, uh, that's taking roots, uh, uh, causing this phenomenon? Nobody knows. But we all know that it's happening today and we all know that it's a real issue that we have to deal with. So coming back to my earlier uh, our thoughts that we got to get the employees and our colleagues committed to the cause instead of being compliant. We got to get them to understand that they are not just to do what they're told, like how managers traditionally manage. Just do what you're told. Don't uh, uh, always looking over your shoulder, always checking on you. But to, um, uh, so we got away from that kind of model because that causes more stress in today's environment. People wake up early. They start work early. They like to end early. Some people wake up late. They start late, but they end up working very late. So we got to understand that there is a new dynamic involved. And if 43% of our leaders feel that they are stuck they are the ones that are own solely responsible. That's a very low percentage. So I think that's a problem. So our leadership needs to change with times. And I think in my view, we need our leaders to understand that they need to drive greater commitment from their teams, engaging with them, including them and, and, and engaging with them, communicating with them and really empathizing with their position, embracing them uh, in order for us to defeat this mental uh, issue that you have raised. And also to defeat this great resonation, you know, this sudden urge that an employee feels that they've just got to walk and walk with their feet. Eh? So uh, 43%, as you have mentioned, is a bit low in my view. So that means that for leaders like uh, ourselves, there's a lot of us, uh, there's a lot of room for us to improve and to, to, to adapt to this new hybrid environment. So James, this was about the 43% of the respondents who had this thought. But this means that there are 57% respondents who have a different thought process. So what, according to you, makes this difference? Uh, so that's now, I think um, uh, my view is just a personal view. I, I think leadership style needs to change and, uh, and adapt. As leaders, we, 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 we sometimes grow into the job. We sometimes learn about leadership and management. We take MBAs, uh, uh, degrees from British uh, universities. Ivy League University, so we learn about theories, but theories uh, that have been developed, uh, you know, over uh, century, over decades, uh, have now been thrown out the door just because of two years of pandemic. So what's what we have today is unprecedented. It's unprecedented because we've never had to deal with this before. Maybe in the days of the Great Plague, 
you know, in the, in, in the early uh, 20th century, we had something like this. But in today's world, uh, fast forward a century later, we are now actually faced with, with these problems. So leadership has not evolved at the same rate uh, forced onto the world as the pandemic has. And that's our problem. So I suppose this is reflected in the 50s you know, in the balance of 57% of leaders who don't really feel that mental wellness is a, something that they really need to take into consideration. Uh, because in the traditional workplace, uh, being a manager, being a leader means I lead the team, you follow me. I tell you what to do, you listen. In today's hybrid environment, it's engaging, it's collaboration. Uh, it's working together in a different mode, albeit remotely. Uh, we see each other on video every day. And in that sense, we collaborate more than maybe in a physical office because sometimes in a physical office, we don't see each other maybe once a day, maybe once every three days. Uh, but with the pandemic has suddenly forced so much change on us. And this change and the impact of this change has not been greatly understood uh, by, by myself as a leader, for example. So I think there's a lot of room for us to very quickly adapt into this new environment. All these skill sets demand a different set of qualities from a leader other than just being a traditional manager, bread and butter, get the job done, get the objectives uh, uh, delivered. Uh, today, getting the job done and getting the objectives delivered demands a totally new set of skills given the background of mental uh, problems that we have. So that's my take. So during this era of hybrid work and the two years long disruption and uh, the sudden lockdown and everything changing drastically in a very uh, short span of time. How has your own leadership style changed? Uh, Sudeshna, I think uh, as I've uh, explained um, uh, earlier, um, I, I see change as a constant. There is a need for leaders to change. And I'm very conscious of that. Of course, I'm a human. So sometimes the resistance to change causes that inertia. Uh, and so you tend to go back to the old ways because if you have managed a company for, for the time that I've done, for example, I've been a leader for the last 30 years, you develop a style and it works for you. And back at the back of your mind, you feel that since that style works for you, it'll continue to work for you today. But that's the problem. In the pandemic, in the hybrid situation, that style may not be appropriate and it may be totally outdated. So that's my challenge. Uh, and I constantly tell myself, I have to think about my colleagues who's, who's not, who's stuck in that place. So we have, so for example, our satellite operations in Asia, we have nine countries. Some of our countries, um, our colleagues are, you know, they have, they have, they have nice, comfortable homes. Uh, but in other countries, our colleagues are not so fortunate. You know, maybe their homes are much smaller. Uh, and when they work from home, uh, they're competing with their husbands or they're competing with their wives and they're competing with their children and they're competing with their in-laws for that space to work. So in that kind of environment, it's very highly stressful. Now, if I, as a leader, don't realize that that's their predicament and I continue to expect the best out of them, even though they are working within those cram environments. And we have many examples of that, of, of, of big cities in Asia that, that, that people live in very small accommodations. Uh, Hong Kong is an example. Uh, Japan is another example. Um, you know, because space is at a premium. And we don't understand the 
pain they are going through working from home, then our leadership style has failed. And so in the pandemic, I always have to pause, take three or four steps backwards and ask myself, what has changed? And what do I need to do to engage with these colleagues to make life a little bit better for them so that we can get the best commitment out of them to achieve the results that we want for our company. So my leadership style has changed. The the style that I've adopted over the last 30 years, I've adapted. So I I have to force myself to say, no, this is not going to work this way, but this is going to work this uh, uh, in in another way. Uh, But it's taken two years, uh, uh, Sinesta. It's not an overnight process. And uh, believe me, once the more time you have, as a traditional manager, the harder it is to change. And I can only think of myself as an example. Uh, so um, leadership style uh, has to, uh, my leadership style has changed to become more uh, empathetic, for example. I think that's very important. More inclusive, allowing myself to listen more uh, rather than talk and tell and command. I, I now think that I should be a better listener, understand the situation better, and then I'd be a better collaborator uh, and Hopefully, that will lead to better leadership and people can say that, yeah, at least our leaders understand our plight. Uh, they're doing something about it, but yes, we do need to get the job done. So, yeah, let, let's be committed to our job. So, my leadership style has changed uh, quite a lot uh, over the last two years. And um, and whether this style will change and continue when, when employees finally return to work. And in Asia, you know, people like to come back to work because the workplace is, uh, you know, a very central uh, aspect of their daily lives. Uh, remains to be seen but uh, you know we, we, we have different challenges but one thing's for sure leadership style of yesterday and the leadership style of today uh, is totally different so we need to change Thank you so much for uh, sharing those insights with me and uh, my audience and uh, I think it uh, really means a lot and also the audience that we have love learning so really thank you so much for taking out time for my audience from your position too you're most welcome, Shinesta, and I wish uh, you and all your listeners all the best and happy hybrid working. Thank you. Same to you. So for more such episodes, stay tuned to People Matters. 